0: In today's episode, I'm gonna be sharing with you why criticism will never leave your relationship until you remove this one thing.
1: Let's go. The real question is this. How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show.
0: We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage.
1: We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship.
0: We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Aloha and welcome to episode 161 of the Journey to Marriage Show. This is your host, Rafi, and today I'm gonna to be sharing with you that root cause of why constant criticism happens in your relationship. You might be in a relationship right now and you're just kind of tired or frustrated whenever your partner starts to share everything you're doing wrong and fails to see what you are doing right and maybe you might be that person as well where it's just so easy for you to get triggered when your partner does something wrong that you just call them out for it versus the latter. And I think it's important to identify why this happens because it is a habit, right? It's a habit that didn't just happen overnight. It was something that happened through repetition and through emotion. But I wanna share with you a story of how I, like came to learn where the root cause of this is because I struggled with this as well. I've been in that relationship where my partner just wasn't at a level that I was, like I was in my life, right? Like my egotistical nature, like, you know, she wasn't on my level, like her, her spiritual path wasn't As strong as mine and I was going someplace and she was kind of like dwindling back there and not really wanting to pursue God as much as I did and I was thinking man like what are you doing you need to do all these things and I would try to force all these different like expectations on her of how she should grow spiritually and her relationship with God sounds kind of bad right but again, I never really had this guidance of how this works because just looking back at this situation, this is how I was raised throughout my life, like I had all of these high expectations on my partner, I mean, on my life that my my parents had on me that like I started doing this on my own partner in what she was doing with her spiritual life. And it kind of got to the point where I had to break up with her because, yeah, things weren't going out very well. We were always constantly arguing and fighting and it felt like we're going different paths. And then uh, I met Sarah. I met Sarah and then we were like, hey, let's let's try to do this whole thing again. And I started to realize early on in our relationship, I started having these tendencies of, doing all these things trying to hey you you pro- you should probably do this you should probably read this book you should probably do this with your spiritual life you should probably pray this way and all these things giving her all these advices and i remember um like just when we talk about this and just reflect back in their past she she was reminded of how i guess like coming off too strong early on in my relationship and is kind of um feel i guess like putting a lot of pressure on her That, hey, man, like he's like super into like developing himself and I'm here on this level and I'm trying to drive and like it wasn't really working out for her and she had to speak her truth about that. And and then that's when I reminded myself of this really important piece of advice that one of my mentors had given me early on in my life that in order for things to change, I have to change. In order for things to get better, I have to get better. And all of this whole thing, when it comes to my past relationship and what I was bringing to my relationship with Sarah and the early stage of our relationship, I started to realize the biggest pitfall that I fell in, that most couples fell in, is that we think that we can change our partner. We think that we know what's best for our partner, so we share all these things that they should do. But what we start to realize is that it doesn't work. We can't change our partner. If anything, that builds a lot more resentment, that builds this this wall in between you that they don't want to open up to you because they feel like you are being controlling, you are being like a micromanager of how they should live their life. And that's when it like the light bulb moment in my life. And I was like, okay, I can't change her. I can't change my partner. What can I change? Myself. Because for things to change, I have to change. And that's when I kind of gone my whole journey of just focusing on my own growth, really focusing on my own change, setting my own goals, and just growing and not really having to think about what my partner is doing you know but just focusing on my own growth because through my own growth that is the only way that i can see and influence other people to change like like again like i don't i shouldn't have that expectation that hey because i'm going to change other people are going to change no that's all god's that's god's role god's role is to change and to give people the grace to change but that's all i can do i can all i can do is change myself not my partner and it's changed my life It's helped minimize my controlling nature, my criticizing nature and putting all these expectations on other people because I started to realize like I was at fault. Like this is like (laughs) that was like my kind of lens of how I live my life that I started projecting on my partner. So you might be wondering, okay, so why is this constant criticism happening in your relationship? Well, it's because of this log. The log is in your eye. The log is in your partner's eye. What do you mean by the log, Raffi? We'll go back to Matthew chapter seven when, when they're talking about judgment, right? It says, do not judge so that you may not be judged for the with the judgment you make, you will be judged and the measure you give will be the measure you get. Why do you see the speck in your neighbor's eye but do not notice the log In your eye? Or how can you say to your neighbor, let me take the speck out of your eye while the log is in your eye? You hypocrite! First take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your neighbor's eye. We must remind ourselves that our partners might not necessarily be the problem, maybe we are the problem. I know it's hard to say that, but it's the truth. And the truth will set you free. And it's until you stop this perpetual pointing and blaming and criticizing, and your partner needs to do this, and my partner needs to change this, and my partner needs to improve this, that you will never find the growth in your relationship. The only way is to first take that first step to remove that log in your eye before pointing out your partners. What is that log? You might be thinking. Well, that log might be your own past trauma from what you experienced in your family life, from what you experienced in your past relationships. What else is that log? Your worldview. This thing that you've been so used to and accustomed to that you're being so inflexible to be able to understand other people's worldview. Your insecurities could be your log. All these things could be the log that's stop that's continuing this criticism in your relationship that you will never find the growth until you remove that log all right it's hard to know that it's hard to hear the truth and it's hard for me to share this with you but i wish somebody would have told me this when i was in that perpetual state of conflict in my relationship but now that you know you have a decision to change so what can you do to change number one When you're getting in a triggering argument with your partner, challenge your own beliefs. Challenge your own beliefs. Think about, hey, is my way of thinking actually the only way? Or should I be more open and empathetic with my partner and hearing their way? Because majority of the time, your way is not the only way. And if you only think this way, you're always going to get into conflict. (laughs) And you're never going to get to that collaboration and that to becoming that holy couple that God is calling you to be. Another thing that can help you is to find that mentor, to help you find that healing, to help you find that objectivity. Because if you've experienced trauma, if you've experienced all these things in your past that's putting this log in your eye that you're starting to project on your partner, maybe you might need some help. Maybe you might need that therapy. Maybe you might need that time of healing, right, to stop projecting that on your partner because that's not what they deserve. They deserve your best self, and sometimes you need to take ownership of that. You need to be self-aware in order for you to grow as a couple. So I hope you guys got value. I know this is a serious topic, and you might feel a little triggered that I'm telling you that maybe you're the problem. Maybe you are the red flag. And I say this out of love. I say this out of love. And that's what Jesus says this out of love as well when he talks about judging. You've got to take the the log out of your eye first before you start pointing out all of your other partner's mistakes. Because there's so much that we can work on that... We that we can't be controlling on our partner. The only people that we can control and change is ourselves. So let's take that responsibility to change ourselves before pointing out that constant criticism in our partners. If you got value from this episode and you want a best way forwards, because you start to realize, you know, my relationship, we are in constant criticism or you might even have the hard time of stopping to point all the fingers of your partner. It's just like a habit to you. And you know you know that in order for you to grow as a couple, you need to overcome this challenge. If that's you, you want to be self-aware, you want to overcome this challenge of criticizing in your relationship, book a free call with us and let's talk. Let's just connect. Like, let's just connect. Let's see how we can help you. Let's, see, let's listen to your challenges and see how we can help you help you both get on the same page so that you can be that holy couple that God is calling you to be. So the book, That Free Call, just go to the link in our show notes and we'd love to connect with you and see how we can help you in your journey to marriage. With that being said, hopefully you got some value from this episode. Take care and God bless. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes.
1: Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage.
0: And lastly... If you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage.
1: Until, Until next time, time, future spouses. spouses.